You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello and happy Cinco de Mayo. Think about that for a moment. I bet a lot of us have said happy Cinco de Mayo and I'll bet a lot of us don't even know what it is besides the 5th of May. See, Cinco de Mayo is also called the anniversary of the Battle of Puebla. It's a holiday celebrated in parts of Mexico and the United States in honor. I love that word honor, in honor of a military victory in 1862 over the French forces of Napoleon III. Wow, wow, that adds a little more oomph to it, doesn't it? More than just drinking tequila today? Oh, come on, you know I'm kidding. Think about this one topic, and that is And it's a great question, and it's been asked many ways recently since the last couple Monday uh, motivational chats. So I want to delve into it. I want to dive into it. I want to honor it. And that is true depth to your patient's concerns. You see, when a patient comes into a corrective care chiropractor with a neck pain that's been off and on for a couple weeks, or a back pain that's been on and off for a couple months, or headaches that have been getting more frequent. When that office allows that patient to feel safe in an environment that's warm, inviting, and serving as well as loving, that doctor often digs for chronicity and finds out that this neck pain has really been off and on for years, maybe 20 years. This back pain's been off and on for years, maybe five, maybe 30. These headaches have been going on since this person was 12 and they considered them normal because their mom had them or their dad or their grandma had them or their grandpa or maybe their mom and their grandma or maybe their daddy and their grandpa. In other words, if we really dig into the depth, I wonder how many people have chronic pain because their parents and or grandparents did, and they just think it's normal, and maybe they've just adapted to the idea that they're having those things. I'm not saying that they don't have pain, but I gotta tell you, you know, as much as I hate to tell all you young, beautiful people, If you've partaken in any activity other than checkers and backgammon, pretty much from about 50 on, you're going to at least have some aches every day for the rest of your life. And if you say, okay, hundreds of stitches, dozens and dozens of broken bones, of course I'm going to hurt, but I'm not going to let anybody know, then you adapt to a whole different world called, I'm awesome, I feel incredible. But let's get back on topic, Dr. B. True depth to your patient's concerns. Once we get past the superficial, not saying it's not significant, but the superficial symptomatology, then we dig into chronicity. 
And now that patient is getting the care they need, the chiropractic care they need. And, and how do you go deeper? Well, I've always looked at it this way, that if Eva is coming to Dr. B for care, I owe it to Eva to check her husband, Nick. That's my, that's my, her, you know, that's my owe. In other words, her real concern once we get past the headache or the neck pain, and then once we get past the chronicity, and now we get into the correction, her next greatest concern is probably her, her children and or her spouse. So of course I would check Nick. Of course I would check Emily. Of course I would check Dominic. See true depth to your patient's concerns. Think about this depth, depth, see? And once they've all been checked, and if they're getting the care they need, if in fact they need care, then true depth would be to find out about the rest of their relatives and the rest of their friends and possibly the rest of their co-workers and or neighbors. You see, it never ends. People say, Dr. B, hundreds and hundreds of visits, don't patients get bored with you? And quite frankly, don't you get bored with them? No, because I've never had the same visit twice. Yes. I recognize and appreciate and approve of that human being for allowing me and my team to serve them. Yes, in our office, we palpate or scan. Yes, in our office, we adjust or choose not to based on the palpation or the scan. Yes, after we've made that decision or that adjustment, we repalpate or rescan to verify it. Then and only then do I say, excellent, Eva, that's exactly what you needed. And then what, what's next? We recognize, appreciate, approve. We palpate or scan. We adjust or we don't. We repalpate with a statement. And then we make a referral statement. Number five, we always make a referral statement. True depth to your patient's concerns. I got to tell you, if in this case, Eva's under care and Nick's under care and Emily and Dom are under care, then more than likely, Eva tells Brittany and Brittany gets checked. And Brittany goes to her report of findings with her significant other, Andrew, and Andrew gets checked. And in the middle of it, Andrew says, my gosh, I've got to get Colton and Aubrey, Aubrey, Nicole checked. I'm not letting my children not get checked. And all of a sudden you realize that you can serve people 20, 30 years into practice, you know, thousand visits or more. And not one of them's the same, even though, yes, number one, you recognize, appreciate, and approve them every visit. Yes, number two, you scan or you palpate. Yes, number three, you adjust or you don't. Yes, number four, you repalpate or rescan with a statement. Yes, number five, you make a referral statement. And of course, 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 number six, you always direct them to the next appointment. If you say to somebody, go have a great day, go have a great weekend, then you finish with number six, which is we'll see you Monday. We'll see you Monday. We'll see you Wednesday. We'll see you Thursday. You're set till Saturday. In other words, number six, you always direct to that or next appointment. But true depth to your patient's concerns is unra uh, unraveled, un, uh, 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 what would you say? It's exposed every visit. Because if eventually we're taking care of Eva and her husband and her children, 
and her sister-in-law and her brother-in-law and their children and her parents and his parents and all those people, when does it end? What about their neighbors? What about their coworkers? What about their church members? What about them coming in complaining about their idiot boss? Well, who would need corrective chiropractic care more than an idiot boss? Have you ever been a little bit less than awesome when you're subluxated? Heck, I've been adjusted perfectly and still been less than awesome. So I know this. I don't just refer to get new patients. I refer because the true depth of my patients' concerns, the true depth of my patients' real concerns is unveiled. It's, it's exposed every visit. And at the beginning, sure, it's easy to find the spouse and children and the relatives. But pretty soon, you know, you're 1,400 visits in. And at that point, Gussie says, gosh darn, my granddaughter's coming to live with me this summer. Well, let's get her in here because I want to meet her. I want to see your genetics. I want to see the excellence in your granddaughter. Oh, she's not that great of a kid. Well, I'll bet you this. I'll bet you if she's got a pinched nerve, she'd be a better kid without it. Oh, Dr. B, she's 40. I'll bet she'd be better without it. I bet she'd suffer less without it. I bet you'd be even more proud of her without it. Let's get her in and get her checked. I'll tell you, the true depth of your patient's concerns, in my mind, the true depth never ends. It never ends. It never ends. And I got to tell you, people go where they like to go. People go where they like to go. I'll bet you, just like myself and my spouse, have a, have a restaurant where the food's good, but the service is phenomenal. And we go, 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 go. I'll bet you, I'll bet you, you know where there's a place where the food's phenomenal, but the service hasn't been so good, and I'll bet you don't go. Most people won't. Most people won't. You know, it's been said many times in a doctor's office that if the patients love the front desk receptionist, or in our case, chiropractic assistant, and the doctor's okay, they'll keep going forever. But if they love the doctor and don't like the receptionist, or in our case, the front desk CA, guess what? That's a reason that a lot of people don't continue care. It's because the gatekeeper, that front desk CA, in my opinion, is just as important, if not more important, than my associate doctors and myself. Why? Because I know the math, and the math is this. If every visit we recognize, appreciate, and improve John with the same thing. Hi, John. Really good to see you. Let's see how you're doing. Hi, John. Really good to see you. Let's see how you're doing. Hi, John. Really good to see you. Let's see how... Pretty soon, it's almost like you don't want to go just because of that. See, one of the talks we had a couple weeks ago, right? How not to get boring. <laughs> how not to bore people. Well, don't be boring. Be creating depth. True depth to your patient's concerns sometimes is one, two, three, four, five layers deep. You know, it would not be uncommon for me to walk into room one or into the adjustatorium and I'd be fine in either situation, room one where I'm in the room with Eva alone or room, you know, adjustatorium room with Eva and six other patients laying on tables. And I might kneel right next to Eva, put my hand on her back. 
put my hand on her back and say, Eva, you know, you've been coming to this clinic now for 10 years. We've been serving your family, your extended family, your neighbors. You have referred dozens of people to this clinic in 10 years. And one, I want to thank you for allowing us to serve you. Two, I want to thank you for allowing us to serve your family and friends. Three, I want to, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us to serve your neighbors and your coworkers. Keep up the good work. Serving you is truly an honor. Well, I got to tell you, in the day in the room one, Eva's going to be thinking about us for a couple days, which means she'll be referring more. Her true depth hasn't even been exposed yet. If we're in the adjustatorium and six other people hear that, well, guess what? People go where people like to go. They love to hear compliments, but they'd also love to get a compliment. And if they go, gosh, Eva's referred dozens of people. I haven't referred but three or four. I got to get to work if I want that compliment. And all of a sudden, we've created a new habit. It's called digging, developing, creating the true depth for your patient's concerns. See, the doctors that don't get this, the doctors that don't routinely bring 15 or more direct referrals to their office every month are either new or they're a little bit more about themselves. And, and don't please don't take that wrong than they are about the patient. And, and what I mean by that is when a doctor says to a patient in the adjustatorium, man, our technique is better than anybody else's, keep telling other people, we're not talking about the depth of that patient. We're talking about our ego. Quite frankly, for most of us, our ego doesn't pay as well as serving the patient's depth, their concerns. See, most chiropractors can't even agree on what the word subluxation means. Half of them don't believe it exists. And we're going to brag on us. I got to tell you, let's turn that coin over. Let's look to the depth of that patient's concerns and that depth gets developed every single day. See, humans are creatures of habit. See, if you've been for months or even years or possibly decades, been going into the room going, hi Eva, good to see you, hi Eva, good to see you, and you've got a patient visit average of less than 50, there's two hints that have been given in this talk so far. One, People don't like your receptionist. Well, I know most of the CAs at New Beginnings, and I don't believe that's true. Two, you're not going deep. You're just superficial. So if humans are creatures of habit, if you change this today and you start digging, it'll be new. It'll be foreign, especially if you've done this for years. You know, hi, John, how are you? Hey, Danielle, how are you? Hi, Eva, how are you? Good to see you, good to see you, good to see you. And please, holy hoot nannies, don't ever ask a patient how they are and then wonder why they say, I just paid you $6,485 three months ago and you don't know how I am? Man, that's a good reason to leave. But if humans are creatures of habit, and we are, if you embark on this journey today, and I hope you do, Remember, if you quit when things get tough, it gets much easier to quit next time when anything else gets tough. So call me, you know, hey doc, you know what? I did really good Monday morning and then I got moving and grooving Monday afternoon. I don't think I made 10 referral statements. Can you help me? Absolutely. See, if humans are creatures of habits and we are, and 
If you quit when things get tough, it gets much easier to quit next time. Then you turn that coin over and you say, if you force yourself to push through, the grit begins to grow in you. And all of a sudden, if you're doing it for the depth of that patient's concerns, it becomes a habit you want to cultivate. It becomes a habit that you are obligated to cultivate, see? The other day, one of the doctors asked me, Dr. B, how'd you stay focused? You're so disciplined. Well, I don't know that I'm so disciplined, but I am obsessive. And I do remember in the late 80s, actually 85, so mid 80s, you know, putting a big, fat, broccoli, purple, rubber band on my left wrist. And if I didn't make a referral statement on any visit, I'd pull that thing eight, nine, ten inches from my wrist and whack! Man, did that thing hurt. And I'll tell you, I didn't have to do it too many times. So if you want to create a habit, make it fun, make it easy, make it enjoyable, make it accessible. If you want to get rid of a habit, make it ugly, make it painful. You know, I, I don't want to see anybody next time I see you with a giant welt and a callus on your wrist going, look, I do this every day and I don't get it. It's not painful enough. <laughs> you you got to make it painful. And I do not think I had to snap that rubber band more than four or five times. And pretty soon it wasn't there. See, pretty soon it wasn't there. You know, I always did something when I wasn't quite ready. I think that's how you grow. When there's a moment of, wow, I'm not really sure I can do this. And you push through those moments. That's when you have your breakthroughs. See, for me... Making a referral statement, you know, in my office, we saw big numbers, you know, 150 plus visits per shift often. But that wasn't me. That was the team. And out of those 150, whatever, if I saw 40 or 50, I'll guarantee I made 40 or 50 referral statements every shift. I'll guarantee I did because I didn't allow myself not to be concerned with the true depth of what my patient was really concerned with, see? And I'll tell you, when I think of referral statements, I think of giving referral statements, not taking. In other words, no one has ever become poor by giving more. <laughs> no one's ever become poor by giving more. So I constantly give. I give excellent recognition. I give excellent palpation, which means I don't talk when I'm palpating. I give excellent adjustments, which means I don't talk or think of anything other than the intention I have of allowing that life force to flow from above down through me, inside out them. See, I don't talk when I'm repalpating until I make my positive statement. And then I talk when I make my referral statement, number five, and when I, number six, make my direction to the next appointment. You know, folks, I'll share with you this, and I know you know this, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but we do have six or seven new associate doctors and new beginnings, and I do have to remind myself that some of you never, ever, ever miss a chance to make another human being feel important. Some of you never, ever, ever miss a referral statement because it's the gift yeah, it's just as important as the adjustment, in my opinion, if you're looking at the true depth of your patient's concern, see? 
But remember this, the happiest people are not those that are getting more. The happiest people are those that are giving more. And as a direct response to giving more, you always get more, see? So there's a couple things I'd share with you based on a couple calls recently that I'd add on to today's topic. Don't, my opinion, and this is a lot of facts and a lot of science, but this is my opinion. Don't ever say you're all in or you're giving it your all. And the reason I say that is because you never really know what your all is. The other night, some of us, while we were watching UFC fights, started texting back and forth. And for those of you that know Titan Baker and I, when we watch UFC fights, we do push-ups. And, you know, uh, that young man can, in his mind, do twice as many as me. So the other day I said, I'm going to do 750 during the Kamara Usman uh, Mazdaval fight. And I laid down on the ground, I do, you know, on my stomach, and I do 25 every commercial. 25 anytime there's a lull in a fight and it's just boring. 25 anytime the commentators are talking about something, and next thing you know, I had 250. So I text out to some friends, 250 done. 40 minutes later, give or take, 500 done. 37 minutes later, give or take, 750 done. And I know people were going, man, oh man, he doesn't ever quit. But I didn't do 750. I did 25 at a time. 25 at a time. 25 at a time. Like one foot in front of the other. Well, next thing you know, I'm at 750. And I go, man, I'm still in the preliminaries. I'm not even in the main event yet. And bam, away I go. Next thing you know, and I don't know when it was. I think it was about 46 minutes later. 1,000, and I'm absolutely sure that the people who, the young Marines that said, oh, I'm going to do twice as much as your 60-year-old man, I bet my son was just laughing, going, yeah, I will too, but don't think he's done yet, see? And then right when the beginning of the Weidman uh, uh, fight begins, they touch gloves, and like 15 seconds later, Weidman kicks the shin of the other guy and snaps his tib fib. In other words, he kicks it so hard, Weidman, his own foot flies all the way around and hits his knee. That was the most gruesome leg break I've ever seen, ever, ever. And I gotta tell you, I was at 1340 by that time. And I just stopped and I, I don't look. I'm not the kind of guy who goes to races or events to watch crashes. I'm not that guy. I go to watch excellence. So I just turned my head, muted it, prayed for Chris Weidman, prayed for a quick recovery, prayed that he, he'd, he'd walk again and he could, he'd keep his leg, prayed that his family didn't feel the pain that I'm absolutely sure they did, and prayed for an amazing recovery and something great to happen for it. And then I did 10 more, stopped at 1350. Well, the guys who said they were going to do two times me, they had to do 2,700. That's a lot of push-ups in one night. <laughs> long story short, long story short, think about this. The happiest people are not those getting more, but those giving more. Give more love. Give more recognition. Give more concern to your patients' depth of their concerns. See? See? Pablo Picasso, in closing, said this. The meaning of life is to find your gift. 
Folks, each one of you that I coach at New Beginnings, my observation tells me that your gift is being a chiropractic assistant or a chiropractor. That's your gift. You may have other gifts, but that's definitely been identified as your gift. See, and we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. But what did Picasso say? The meaning of life is to find your gift, but the purpose of life is to give it away. Right? Proverbs eleven twenty four. One person gives freely and grows all the richer. See, it doesn't say gives it away freely. One person gives freely. I believe that we give our palpation, we give our adjustments, we give our repalpations and uh, palpation, we give our recognition, we give our referral statements, we give our direction to the next appointment freely, not for free, and we grow all the richer. See, it's interesting, but when somebody's saying, how do I get new patients? How do I get new patients? You gotta get a concern for the true depth of your patients concern. And the moment you have that, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be awesome. It'll be so awesome. Just like me eating plant-based burgers. My wife's got me convinced it's so awesome. And I got to tell you, it is awesome. I don't know the difference if she doesn't tell me. Okay. And you won't know the difference if you don't go for it. No one's ever become poor by giving more. Baker out. Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings Podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor-patient communication so your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.